rollout. Our heroes continued through the hospital after relighting the lobby area. They entered a corridor where they encountered a steel-modified coffin. They avoided confrontation by using Charlie's cadaver, Nilly, to speak to the coffin and continue toward Yash. Our team entered a surgery prep room where they found two steel-poison Pokemon, a steel-modified Nidoking and Grimer. A battle ensued with Bernie the Combuskin and Grunge the Growlithe battling the Nidoking while Jane the Yamas took on the Grimer. All of the Pokemon fought well, but fainted. Liliana wrapped up the battle by knocking out the Grimer. They made their way to the operating room where they found a myriad of injured Pokemon in various states of healing, or modification, and Yash working on an injured Sandshrew. Will Yash help them in their endeavors? Find out today on Pokemon Rollout! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Pine. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Sneeze. (laughs) But not my wife. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana, and also too... So I just listened to episode <laughs> 51, I think is the one that's out at the time of this recording, like the most recent one. 53, so, I think yeah, it's... Yeah, so when I heard Michael saying that, I could only think of that, and I was like, oh, don't laugh, don't laugh. <laughs> that might be my favorite opening to a show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we uh, kill Lydia uh, briefly. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> I, I can't I, I can I can't remember what it was anymore. But oh, Professor Snape. no. Okay. So, in, in case you wanted the same opening from two episodes ago, here it is. Hey. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is too bad. <laughs> Very good. Very good. The bees. <laughs> So, uh, to reestablish here, we have now walked in on Yash, correct? Yes, you've walked in on Yash in a room that is full of injured Pokemon, most of them with different modifications and things in there. Um, she just injected something into an injured Sandshrew that caused it to turn bluish and seem like there was a coating of frost over it. Um, also, you heard a click from above you, and you saw a giant Metagross staring down at you, hanging from the ceiling. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep, and then Yash turned to you and, and looked at you and said, Explain. And then, uh, so Charlie is, uh, uh, is here. His, uh, Bagan, uh, Cuddles is still out with him. And I think Charlie's just, uh, a little intimidated by the Metagross and is just kind of standing, uh, agape at what's happening, though. Mouth agape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Professor Sneeze has, uh, Shmoopy still... 
with him uh, at his side and is also a little bit shocked at what's going on here. Uh, uh, Shmoopy slowly starts wandering towards one of the open pools. Shmoopy, <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Liliana. Pools of what? Water. There are, there are water Pokemon in there. Okay. Pools of water, pools of steel, I don't know. At least they look like water. <laughs> um, Doesn't seem warm enough for the uh, pools of steel. Uh, Liddy, er, ah, no, <laughs> Liliana. <laughs> Liliana has Ruse out, who is currently in the form of Sparky. Mm. And I feel like Liliana is both just like awe-stricken by how cool the lab is, but also like kind of terrified because she doesn't know how Yash is going to react. While you are sitting and thinking, you hear uh, some movements coming from behind you. Mm. Uh, If you turn around, around. um, you see three different figures just coming up behind you. The first is uh, the coughing that you went by earlier. That's kind of covered with that plating and different things. Uh, yeah, the the overlapping metal plates that are rippling and shifting over its body. And there, um, on one side of it is floating uh, is a floating Pokemon that you recognize as a Clink, um, like the one that you saw that two Aeron were fighting over. Um, this Clink looks different from the one you've seen before. However, the cog on the right side of the Clink is mostly covered by a large, heavy square of dull gray sheet metal, with only one eye poking out around, around the corner of the square. Um, on the other side of the coffin is something that is oddly shimmering, um, and is, like it's, it's almost, it almost looks like a heat distortion for a bit, but it finally kind of shimmers into shape for a second, and you see that it's a small Pokemon that has a purple stock-like body and head, um, blue eyes with yellow pupils, and three pointed teeth. Um, Its body has two sections. The top section is slightly smaller and overlaps the lower. Um, On top of its head is a starfish-like collection of seven tentacles. Uh, All the tentacles are within an inch of the ground, except for the one directly in front, which is shorter and leaves its face exposed. Um, The tentacles are light blue and covered in purple spines. On top of its head is a purple area with a collection of spikes with a larger yellow spine in the center. And covering this Pokemon's body is a tracery of transparent tubes that look almost like veins. Um, These tubes are partially embedded in the Pokemon's body, which seems to have grown over them in places. And even as you watch, that Pokemon almost just like fades from view, like a mirage, and then fades back in. And as it's doing so, it's, it's kind of looking over you, and it actually seems to be grinning slightly. Paul knows what this Pokemon is, but Charlie probably has no clue. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm going to roll a Pokemon education now. Professor Sneeze knows. And just like with the other, just I would say, just like with the other Pokemon that you run into, you can roll Medicine or Tech as well. Ah. Ooh, yay! I'll do Medicine. I'll do Tech. I have some Tech. Thirteen Pokemon education. Okay, 13 Pokemon Education tells you that this is a Marini. A water and poison type Pokemon that's well known for attacking and eating coral type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 in tech. Okay. And I have an 8 in medicine education. Okay. Oh, uh, can I get a perception from you? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Seven. Nineteen. I got a twelve. Okay, all of you notice on the right cog of the clink that there's a thin, nearly invisible stress fracture running through the center of the cog seemingly from top to bottom, although it's obscured by the metal plate. The metal plate seems to be the only thing holding the cog together, and therefore the only thing keeping the clink alive, even though the clink looks completely healthy despite that. Um, what Charlie and Liliana both know is that the metal plate has actually been incorporated by the clink's metal physiology, almost like a skin graft on a human. Again, the technical skill required is beyond what you've heard of. Um, as well as for the Marini, um, Liliana, you realize that the Marini's tentacles are actually slightly stunted. Um, they all should be touching the ground, except for the front tentacle. Um, this, coupled with a few spots of greenish discoloration on the Marini's hide, tells you that it's suffering or has suffered from copper poisoning, which is usually fatal to a Marini, to Marini who are affected at a young age, as this one obviously was. Um, Charlie, you notice that the tubing seems to be an artificial immune system booster to the Marini, although you're sure it can do more than that, and even just even if you didn't see it feeding in and out of view. Now, the technology is simply too advanced for you to pick up. So they kind of come up behind you and stop a couple feet away, just blocking your exits. Well, we're we're here with a a few different requests. Uh, We wouldn't interrupt you, except it's really important, and we're kind of on a time crunch. Uh, There's a a man's life at stake, for one, and there's a gang war at stake, for another, and... Uh, also, we know who's behind the the power outages that's happened too. So uh, that's what we're doing here. I'm a huge fan. What She's are from you here. doing here? Charlie asks, half in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> I have part of an Oculus fight. There is a long moment of silence, and then another. Can I get an intuition check? Eight. Oh, I got a two. <laughs> uh, Twenty-eight. Whoa, I didn't know your intuition was that good. All right. Yeah. Yep, yeah. <laughs> Professor Sneeze's intuition's off the charts. Uh, Liliana, partially from being starstruck and partially because this is the person you grew up with, you don't notice anything different. This is just the regular silent surgeon Yash, who's there and thing and is acting the way she always does. Um, Charlie, you pick up that uh, maybe it's because you caught her in a place where she didn't expect to see people or different things there, but she legitimately doesn't know how to answer at the moment. Like she's staying silent because she has no clue what she's going to be saying. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you pick up a little bit more. Um, you realize that Yash is deeply in- uncomfortable seeing the three of you here, not because of who you are, but simply because you're other human beings. <laughs> she, like, she has severe, like, you pick up going from what you've gathered and with that um, check there, that she is probably deeply uncomfortable talking with other people ever. Yeah. And so being in a place where she didn't expect to see anyone, where she never sees anyone, which is basically her own place, she is legitimately struck dumb. Because she has no idea what to say. Got it. And is probably panicking almost as much as you are. <laughs> Alright, I'm 
me a sec. I, uh, I know somebody who might be able to, to help explain things a little bit better. Um, uh, uh, Archie, come on out! And I send Archie out of his Pokeball. Yeah. Archie releases and kind of looks around and goes, hmm. Fascinating. And he scampers... He scampers over to start to, to just, like, look more closely at, at an augmentation nearby. Archie, you're being rude. Say hello to the, the gym leader. Yeah. <laughs> Archie blinks, looks up, like, oh, yes, yes. Silencer. Correct. Um, why are we here? Yes. Uh, oh, we're, uh, well, we're here for numerous reasons, Archie. The, the... Um, there's the the uh, the trevenant that's holding Dr. Linnaeus uh, at the moment. Uh, there's the, the the gang wars that are that are brewing, um, as well as the the the, um, the fact that the Scrafty Gang is is kind of holding a uh, Chansey hostage in the town. Well, not hostage, but like you know, extorting this Chansey. And we know that uh, the the flames of Agni are the ones that are behind the the attacks and the the power outage that's afflicted the city. We want we want help from from Yash for a lot of these things and help and to offer our help as well where it can be offered. Ah, Let's see, one moment. And Archie scampers over and kind of scampers over and through and on top of some of the injured Pokemon to get over to Yash. <laughs> he never seems to land on anything that causes them harm or anything, but he's also just moving through it like they're obstacles. Um, finally jumps up onto Yash's sol- shoulder. You notice that the Metagross has been tracking Archie the entire time. Mm-hmm. Slowly, and then uh, he gets up onto Yash's soldier, and they go into like a muttered conversation. Uh, Yash suddenly becomes very animated, and even though you're not, you still... Um, they're far enough away, and they're speaking quietly enough that uh, I will I'd need a perception to pick up what they're saying. Mm. But uh, it's Liliana especially... You. This is the more than you've ever heard Yash speak. <laughs> Liliana almost faints. <laughs> um, I'll try to perceive what's being said, or Charlie will, I should say. I I don't perceive it. <laughs> um, let's say nineteen. Nineteen. All right. Uh, it starts with. Uh, Archie, you're repeating more or less verbatim what uh, Professor Sneeze said, though with a little more truncated and a little more quickly. Those things there. And then uh, Yash responding, not by asking what's going on, but by asking uh, who Archie is and how he can speak, and being very excited about it. And Archie going into a conversation about that, and then going back and forth on that for a bit, and then they kind of like wheel around to the mo- to what they were talking about before. And it starts falling into technical and medical jargon that is... You understand the terms, but not how they're being used. I'm just going through things there. And after a decent amount, uh, Archie scampers back over to Professor Sneeze and says, Have Dr. Linnaeus' notes? Oh, yeah, we've got those. Uh, Yeah, I bet you'd be interested in that. Here. Archie holds out his tail. I I, I hand them to Archie. (laughs) He scampers back over to her, and there's another uh, whispered discussion, or muttered discussion, different things going through there, and uh, Archie goes... Uh, mm-hmm. really, really quickly, I don't think Charlie's so bold as like to stop this, but Charlie like uh, pulls Professor Sneeze aside, like, do you think this is a good idea to give her these notes? I mean, look at what she's already doing to these Pokemon. Like, if you guys can't tell, Charlie, like, 
is highly uncomfortable. Like, she is trying to help the Pokemon in the name of medicine, but he, like, sees Linnaeus in, um, in Yash a lot. And so Charlie is highly suspicious. Yeah, I don't... Charlie, this, this looks really, really weird. Um, but I, I think... I, I, the, the, the Pokemon, as, as a result here... I mean, look at the, the, this coughing and the, the clink. They, they, they seem to be more or less happy with, with the, the results of, of, of Yash's help. That, that you couldn't say that about Dr. Linnaeus's uh, abominations. When he uh, altered the Pokemon, they, they were very unhappy. Look how quickly they turned on him. It, it looks like at least these Pokemon consider Yash to be truly helping them. Is Liliana hearing any of this conversation, or is it just between those two? Um, if they haven't moved far away, it'd be well within earshot. So Liliana could definitely hear it if uh, they haven't made pains not to, that she wouldn't hear it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not the intention. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, she's a huge hero around these parts. Like, she's done so much good, I can't even tell you about all of it. I, I still don't know. I mean, yeah, the Pokemon seem hap- happier, but, like, does she need to go to this length for all of these Pokemon? Um, uh, Nick, how many Pokemon are in the room um, like, that are being treated? Uh, um, maybe uh, high 20s, low 30s. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Um, a lot of them seem to be in the later stages, like given what has happened with them. Um, this, they would take, it would be weeks of recovery. So some of them seem to be at the end of the recovery. Some of them seem, it, it seems to run the, the gamut there. It's more like uh, they, they would fill, they would maybe not fill the wing that you just passed through, but it would be a bustling wing if all of these Pokemon were there as patients, which they most likely were until recently. Do you have a problem with her helping all of these Pokemon? I mean, isn't that what all those Poke Centers are in, and stuff are for? It, I mean, I want. I, it's fine that she's helping them. I just. The way she's going about it just doesn't seem right to me. It's not necessarily what I would go for either, but I. Can, I don't know. It seems like. The, can it's I get just the, a different way of dealing with the problem. Uh, can I get a medicine education check as well? From, from anybody? A medicine education check, and actually, can I get a general education check from anyone? Alright, uh, medicine... Uh, let me tell you folks, Charlie, Charlie doesn't know a whole lot about medicine. He knows <laughs> that the, the thing goes ding-ding-ding-a-ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got 12 in medicine. 5 in medicine for Charlie. 17 in general for Professor Smee. And then Charlie's general is a three. That's what I got too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Charlie is completely justified in his own mind for his statements. Like, the the information that he knows and has gathered, this makes sense that this is completely uncomfortable for him. Um, Liliana, what you realize looking around at the patients and things there is that... Um, the Pokemon that you see here all had major injuries or illnesses. Like, this this wasn't a... Like, none of the surgery that happened to them could be considered cosmetic. Or elective. In many cases. These, this was done to combat disease or to combat a serious injury. Um, and so, like, while you're not a trained doctor you couldn't specifically say it seems to you that 
the grand majority of these Pokemon are dealing with serious illnesses or injuries. Um, Professor Sneeze, what you realize is that this is, um, you realize that this is one wing of a hospital. And so this could be an intensive care unit. And with a city as large as Ratu, 30 patients all in different stages of recovery is not enormous. Okay. Okay. I, I think, you know, I don't know if Yash would necessarily treat everything with the, these extreme measures, Charlie. These, these seem to be in having out-of-the-norm sort of issues that they're dealing with. And so, yeah, she's treating these Pokemon the best way she knows how. I, 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 you know, I don't know a whole lot about medicine. I wouldn't know how to treat them myself. I you know, tend to just take them to the Pokemon Center or, or, or things like that. But uh, these these Pokemon seem to have some extensive injuries that, that yeah, she knows more about than I do. I, you know, if there were better ways to do it, I'd, I'd certainly like to look into that. But, um, one one wrench. I say one wrench that I'll think about now that I'm thinking about it with Professor Sneeze's general education. Yeah. You've never heard of these modifications. I've never heard of them. Nope. These oh. are beyond the technology level of the world around you, as far as you know. Okay. This is weird. I admit, very very weird. I, I don't I don't fully understand technology. This, well, from what little I understand of medicine is like, look at this Myrna, when you can see these, what was it, like green dots, right? Uh, the Marini, yeah, it's, it's, Marini. uh, dis- that green discoloration. If you ever, have you ever had, um, a copper bracelet or a copper ring on? Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's That green blue. discoloration. Uh, in different areas. Like, look at its back. It's so young, and it had this horrible poisoning done to it, but she's basically saved it. That's remarkable. I don't know how that could be seen as bad. I don't know. I'll I'll go along with you guys for now, but it still just doesn't sit right with me. So Charlie, Charlie's still highly suspicious of the Ash. <laughs> and Liliana's highly defensive. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Sneeze is re- reserving his final judgment, but uh, he can see kind of both sides. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. One person has one side of the issue, one person has the other, and one person's in the middle. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like some th- someone said something like that earlier. Yeah. Hmm. Except <laughs> we had different. Except we had different uh, positions. Charlie was curing before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're conversing this, uh, Archie comes back and says, uh, "We'll take three days to synthesize and to go through. We'll work on this now. Uh, last." Last patient is in stable condition. Uh, would appreciate someone, someone or something to oversee, if possible. But then, uh, over uh, oversight of patients would allow process to go smoother. But three days at the moment. O- oversight of patients here, or, or patients? yes, patients here. Oh, well, I don't know a whole lot about medicine. I can, I can care for Pokemon. Um, <laughs> We, we know someone who could help out, but if she uh, had a little bit less uh, pressure, I yeah. bet mm-hmm. uh, she'd be able to help out. Oh, and she'd love the work, I bet. Yeah. Open I rooms have... here, too, Archie says. Yeah. I don't want to split up the team again, so I won't volunteer Liliana. <laughs> 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 oh, 
we know a Chansey in town who would love to to care for various Pokemon here, but see, she's she's got a lot of pressure on her from the the Scrafty gang in town. If there's any way that they could be, uh, well, even if we could, you know, move her and, and a bunch of her, her patients there to the hospital here where she could take care of them, um, then that, that might send a signal to the, the Scrafty gang that she's protected. Would make sense. Uh, otherwise, uh, ways to speed process would be uh, more information on Atlas Vine, uh, living subject to look over anything of that sort. Ooh, we have the Atlas Vine in my hideout. That's right. <laughs> you shout. <laughs> <laughs> I just like Liliana. Just like looks over to Yash with like pure excitement. She's like, I can help her. So Yash does look up suddenly at the noise and kind of looks around and then beckons over uh, Archie again. And they have a quick process and says, useful, but Aklasvine can be found in most <laughs> landfills in, in Ratu. Uh, need more <laughs> notes, observations, uh, tests, anything of anything of that sort. Like the Pokemon that were Wait. related? Liliana, you have your spicy is still afflicted with the blight, right? Yes, and she's currently in my team. Would that be helpful for for Yash to see? Could be. Yes. <laughs> what about any Pokemon that were cured of blight? Uh, perhaps, perhaps not. Uh, um, antidote already taken care of there. Um, it's more um, other subjects, single. Single person's studies into things can create bias, especially with po- with a person whose process was so in focused on a singular point. Mm-hmm. Um, Liliana's going to take out her Pokeball with Spicy in it and kind of like look a little torn because she doesn't want to hand over Spicy, um, but she's going to kind of like hold it out to Archie and say like if. Yash wants to look at spicy. She she can. Would need little more than just quick examination. A few minutes, hour at most. Well, if it helps spicy and the other Pokemon, then I'm willing. Uh, instead of taking the Pokeball, Archie actually runs over and talks to Yash, who comes over to you, <gasps> and then uh, she. <laughs> Beckons one hand, like she, without breaking stride, she beckons one hand and walks past you. Wait. <laughs> Liliana puts her hand in hers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, tosses over the Pokeball. Uh, it actually hits Yash on the side of the head and she kind of jumps. Oh no. And she goes, I'm so sorry. Follow. F- follow. Oh. And then keeps walking. Liliana's <laughs> like, yeah. I knew that. She's just like all flustered right now. <laughs> Notice me, senpai. Little... <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my gosh. All so, right. So Why is she suddenly turning into a Yandere character? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sparky, don't leave me. Yash, notice me. (laughs) This is not intentional. (laughs) And she's a bruiser. Oh, no. 
I give up. <laughs> note, note to self, put no knives near Liliana at any time. Well, she just got that giant, like, chrome yep, spider she leg. she did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, it's too Whoopsie. late. It's too late. Da, 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 da. Just, I just I gotta make sure no one has any diaries, and then we'll be okay. <laughs> oh. I mean, Liliana doesn't have pink hair, so we've got that going for us. Oh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So Pokemon. Oh, see, so now we move away from the joke that only two of us get and keep going. I'm following. <laughs> but, okay, all of you are following along then? Excited. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. So she leads you into one of the side rooms in the ICU. Since the coughing isn't in there, there's substantially less smoke. There's still some smoke, but there's substantially less of it um, around. And so she leads you into one of those side rooms and flicks on the light, which kind of uh, shudders for a second and then lights up. On its own. Um, you have noticed, like, going through the things that, um, despite, well, I guess it's a hospital, so it makes sense, but there haven't been any electrical issues in this area, except when the magnemite literally shocked the lights out. <laughs> New things there, which, despite the power outage and everything that went on more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then she goes and she just goes to the waiting room where there's kind of an area spaced apart. Uh, it's set up like a Pokemon. Uh, like a, a Pokemon observation room or a Pokemon wait, like a doctor's office room rather than a human one. So there isn't like a, there isn't a bed or anything there, but there's more of an open space for things. And so then she gestures with that. Uh, she releases spicy. When spicy comes out, um, spicy the Grodel is standing there. She looks fine for a second, and then you notice that. One of the bushes on her back is entirely brown. And the other one has kind of brownish spots and things through there. Um, she's looking a little bit thinner than she was before. There, but she doesn't really seem to notice too much. She kind of looks up at, uh, at Liliana a little grumpily, like, why was I in my Pokeball this long? <laughs> but... Oh. <laughs> Liliana, like, goes and gives her a hug, and she's like, I know, I'm sorry, but I just didn't want anything more to happen to you. <laughs> Spicy kind of shrugs it off. Like, she doesn't shrug off the hug, but she shrugs off the no more to happen to me. She's got a brave personality, so she's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> and so, uh... That's my girl! <laughs> yeah, she then steps forward and kind of starts looking over. She's, uh, murmuring things like, uh... If you've ever seen someone who really, really, really likes dogs, is like going, and also a vet like goes up to a dog, she's kind of murmuring those sorts of things as she's looking over spicy. And different things there, and she's checking over things. She actually plucks off one of, uh, or a couple of the brown leaves from one of the, from the bushes and kind of sets that aside. And things there, and she's checking over, and uh, spicy doesn't react to her leaves being pulled off. And she's looking over for a bit and checking through those things. Uh, as you're looking over through this and uh, things there, um, so the two things that she's suggesting that would speed up her research are uh, someone to check over the Pokemon with her so that she can focus entirely on synthesizing antidotes mm-hmm. and things there, which you're already kind of taking care of with Happy, the Chansey. And the other one is more research notes from someone else who's looking at the Atlas Vine. Liliana, didn't you encounter a, a, a gang that was looking into the the Atlas Vine and, and doing thing, making experiments on, on other Pokemon? You mentioned a weird-looking uh, deerling, I think. Oh yeah, 
It's time for a second infiltration. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, pulls the scarf over her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) We we, we can help you with with that if you like and and try to get some of that information. Um, Let's do it. We just need to to run by uh, Happy and uh, see if, if, if Happy would be okay coming here. Um, bringing some of her patients. Um, it, it would help to have some some transportation for her or, or an escort of some kind. Um, I don't know, Yash, if, if, if Yash can, can spare any staff to, to help in that way, just a few, few I mean, doctors other, Otherwise, for escorts, I mean, I could just send over some of my gang members with them. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, they definitely also yes, uh, in the room behind us, we knocked out your Grimer and Nidal King. If you <laughs> revive them, they, they'd be great that. candidates for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes pauses and just slowly looks over at you. <laughs> Long enough that you realize maybe you shouldn't have said it so bluntly. Like, your Nidal King is really scary. <laughs> you gotta get him healed up right away. Liliana just like smacks him on the back of the head. <laughs> she just kind of like nods and goes back to what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, so you're going through that. And, uh, she finally finishes up and beckons Archie over again to talk with her a bit. So, interesting case here. Un- unsure with that for uh, smaller cases of Atlas Vine doesn't isn't her purview doesn't go over very often, but uh, suggesting that perhaps Spicy was never infected with Atlas, mm-hmm. was born with it. Uh, parent or parents both infected with Atlas Vine before given to egg. Egg moved uh, and seedling moved along with the egg and hatched with Spicy. Incubation period was due to uh, Atlas Vine actually promoting a sort of symbiosis. In fact, uh, stunted growth and much more slow process compared to other uh, sufferers of Atlas Vine infection from seen before. Uh, still incomplete symbiosis, however. Uh, three options possible. Option one is. Uh, is is synthesizing and finding cure. Uh, since Aquasvine was born in symbiosis with Spicy, may have differing side effects there, but should be should be sensible, should be uh, doable, and and sh- should be effective, and should and should uh, allow Spicy to become regular Brodal again. Uh, Option two is allowing Symbiose to take it course, seeing if it finds equilibrium. Uh, dangerous option. Parasitic vine is still parasitic. Uh, it depends on if Symbiosis has actually been discovered, but would allow Spicy to become different than is now, and different than other Grotal. Uh, third option is Augmentation. Uh, Yash could deal with Aquas Vine itself and reintroduce it, or re- reintroduce what is dealt differently there. Charlie scowls at uh, augmentation. <laughs> um, so, to put the three options before you, uh, the first one is to synthesize and go for a cure for things there that essentially spicy would go back to normal, a normal grotal. Um, 
and going through things there uh, and kind of figure out what's going on with those. Uh, the one thing with that is since she was born with the Atlas Vine, she'd actually end up uh, keeping part of it, which is uh, with any of her grass-type moves, on a natural 20, she'd poison the target. So she'd keep that 100% with option 1, but otherwise she'd be a completely normal brutal. Um, option 2, allowing it to take its course, you're not quite sure what that would happen. Um, thinking of the deerling and the other things, you might have a little bit of an idea, but you don't have enough information right now to know what option 2 would create. And option 3, augmentation, um, you can look in Du Porygon Dream of Marit for different augmentations there, but I think what I would have it do was uh, have spicy, like because it is so deep into spicy system, she would become part steel type. So oh, she would for some <laughs> She would gain the steel typing if you did if you went with that option. Yeah. So those are the three options available. I, uh, the other thing is saying that uh, course is steady and is slow, so no need to make decision now. Just presenting options. Because I don't want to make a choice yet. <laughs> okay. All right, and so after that, uh, Yash straightens up and kind of looks over at you and says, "More." More. Oh, the other ones that were affected. Uh, Archie kind of looks and goes, "That is there anything more?" Wants to go back to work. Oh. Nope. I think we just need to go get happy and get the research from the the Trevenant game. We already related all the information about Linnaeus, right? Yes, you yep. gave her the notes and everything there. So. Oh, okay, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I think that's all that I can think of. Yashnav says, good. And so then she turns and just walks out of the room. <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's, let's go and then we'll come back quick. You're amazing! <laughs> 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 You're probably all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. As we lean heavier into this idea. No. <laughs> so as you leave um, the building there, you realize that full night has fallen at this point. You've gotten to, it's it's decently uh, later at night at this point. Uh, the streetlights that are functioning are up and going, but there are spots of darkness throughout. Um, you realize at this time you are... If you rushed it, maybe you could probably get your Pokemon healed, but you'd have to rush it to get to um, the planned uh, capturing of different uh, electric-type Pokemon for the that, that um, mm. Ratu is doing to kind of uh, beef up their system. Uh, otherwise, uh, everything else is open to you, what you want to do. Um, so do we want to get... Happy moved over first and then take a, take a shot at the Trevenant gang? Yeah, I, I, think, I so. think that's a good idea. Or do we want to do it the other way around? No, I think get happy over first. Okay. Okay. So are you planning on heading right over there? Or? Oh, can we heal up Pokemon first? You yes. said we had time for that? Yep, you guys could head over and heal up. Good, because Grunge is not doing good. Yeah. <laughs> As you're at the Pokemon Center and getting healed up, um, mm. you actually... Uh, the door opens behind you after a little bit, and the man uh, that you fought in the gym with full armor walks in. Mm. 
And he looks over and uh, spots you and walks over to you and goes, Yash just sent a message from her surgery. It's the first time that I've seen that happen before, but you said you might need assistance with moving um, injured Pokemon or other Pokemon around? Yes! I... Is <laughs> Yash... <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. As Professor Sneeze finds a lozenge. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I took a lot of. I, I inhaled a lot of gas. <laughs> <laughs> they got the vapors. <laughs> the vapors. Oh no. I just like. I just imagined Professor Sneeze with like a vape when you said they got the vapors. Like I know what you meant, oh, but just no. like yes. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Sneeze, that's not cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Then uh, Pat's Just his belt. No. <laughs> <laughs> then Pat's his belt where he has a couple of them. He says, I, I have a few Pokemon that can help. Well, it'll be a little bit of a show, but hopefully that'll also deter uh, anyone from bothering us as well. Alright, what is the plan? Um, first we go get Happy. Alright, mm-hmm. what is the plan to go get happy? Uh, follow us. Uh, Liliana, do you want to see if, if any of your friends wanted to, to help and maybe send word to them? So, I don't know how you contact them. Oh, sure. Uh, where is the place where happy is at? I wrote the address down. Let me page back through my notes. It's 227 Chikorita Street. Uh, that's deep in Scrafty territory. Um, so it's near the other side of town, but uh, like your the way to your hideout is kind of in between. Like you'd be a little bit out of the way, but it's somewhat in between. Okay. Hmm. What is the message system for Ratu? Um. Is there one? They are at the point where they have telephones, like telephone lines through there. If you've ever seen. Um, I, I say, if you've ever seen the old uh, pictures where there's just telephone lines everywhere, it's not quite as bad as those because they have Pokemon to give uh, to give a steady current and different things there. But there's a decent amount of phone lines that's still relatively new, so you can call people, but it's landlines for the most part. Um, otherwise, uh, it's likely that gangs would have a way of contacting each other. Okay, that would still be in use. So. Hmm. Okay. Um, Liliana's going to kind of like Sherlock Holmes it, if this is allowed, <laughs> and go find like a street urchin and give them a message to like, um, that's instructing some of her, uh, like beefier gang members to help with this escort. Okay. And she'll like do a special handshake with them because they're cool, <laughs> <laughs> and like slip slip a slip a few poke yen. Okay, that so, makes yeah. sense to me. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do subtract fifty poke yen from you. All right. And so, um, as you're heading towards Happy's place, uh, a couple people just kind of run into you, almost as though like they kind of slip out of side alleys, as though they were just walking that way and chose to join your party. <laughs> After it, and eventually you end up with about six or seven other people 
able to come along. And um, as you're going through there, again, the Scrafta gang is kind of... Uh, can I get a perception check? Seven. I got 11. Better than those. Uh, 22. <laughs> All right. Charlie, you definitely notice it first, but Liliana notices after a little while, and by the time you get to happy, uh, Happy's, Professor Sneeze has noticed the, the tail that you have on you of a couple of the Scrafta gang. Um, they're keeping out of the way and keeping out of sight there, especially because Liliana literally just a few hours ago talked to their leader. Kind of meaning things there, so they're not dealing with you right now, but they are kind of checking to see what you're doing on their turf. Hmm. Um, so once you get to 227 uh, Chikorita St- Street, uh, the man in armor... Oh yeah, the, the guy in full armor gets some strange looks too because he's obviously from the gym. It's kind of hard to uh, mistake who he is. Guy in full medieval armor in the middle of a pseudo-modern city. Um, but <laughs> Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a pseudo-modern city. In a modern city, you might think he's LARPing. Oh, I thought you said he was in a suit of armor in a suit of modern city. No. Nope. Oh boy. Oh boy. No. <laughs> what, you guys, is fashionable. <laughs> I, I mean, he could say, ah, uh, there's no... If, if, uh... He if, could be, like, patterning a Metagross. Uh, yeah, patterning a Metagross. Or if, if the gallery region was out, he could claim he was dressing up as a Corviknight. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See? There we go. See, he is fashionable. Yeah, there you go. He fits the fashion. But uh, once you get there, he takes out three Pokeball and Pokeballs and uh, tells everyone, okay, back up. And then throws them in front of him. And out come three giant snake-like Pokemon. Uh, seemingly made of rock. Um, they look somewhat like the Onyx that you saw before. But... These ones have a silver gray body, um, which have chip, a couple chips and scrapes on them. Uh, three of the sections of its body have long rock spikes coming out of them on either side. Uh, they have a massive head made of its large wide, made of their large wide jaws with sets of large square teeth inside. Um, along the bottom of the jaws are ridges. Uh, there are two, uh, two of them have two pairs of ridges, and one of them has only one pair. Uh, there are several small square lumps on the underside of the lower jaw. Uh, the ox sockets are deep set and they have red eyes. Um, with two, and they have two long ridges growing on, going uh, from the eyes to the top of their heads. And then the tip of the tails are conical with a blunt tip. Um, these are enormous. Mm-hmm. Pokemon, each of them is about 30 feet. That was a Pokemon education check. <laughs> 19. <laughs> 19. Right, yes, uh, you know these to be Steelix, the evolved form of Onyx, uh, so they are steel and ground types. Um, you also know from that that each of them uh, can comfortably carry about five different people or Pokemon. Hmm. And uh, when you went in and checked uh, Happy's rooms before, I think you saw around 20 or 30 there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he can get about half. He's there. Um... With that, uh, also, when the Steelix, all three of them come out and kind of rear up and they're looking around, uh, you all see your uh, Scrafty Tail kind of back up several steps. <laughs> it's like, alright, we can load some of them on there and get this done as fast as we can. Okay, um, let me talk to Happy. Uh, so I go and knock on the door to see 
Happy and say, Happy, it's it's me, it's Professor Sneeze. Happy opens the door a crack again, like kind of looks out at you, looks out at the Steelix, looks we, back we, at you. We've got a plan. Uh, <laughs> and I explain the plan briefly that we're going to try to take them there and that Yash would like uh, Happy's help in watching over some of her patients as well. And we're going to provide an escort. Uh, so I'm going to say, so um, take the, uh, the the patients that are maybe the worst off and really can't uh, can't carry themselves, uh, maybe can ride on the Steelix. And, and those, if, if they're able to walk, uh, we that, that might be helpful too. We, we can try, we can manage to carry probably a few more as well. Um, I know, uh, well, I've got uh, my shield on, could probably carry some. I know some of my, my friends here can probably manage with some of their Pokemon as well, carrying other others uh, along the way. But uh, man, I, I don't know if the, the, the Pokemon that we sent to look for help, I don't know if they heard from anybody, if there's any more help coming that way, but uh, um, we'll, we'll manage as best we can, if that sounds okay with you. Uh, Happy kind of looks over to you and then slowly nods and opens the door to let you in. Um, as you're going in, you do see that the Pokemon that you sent out are back somewhat, and there are a few more healthy-looking um, Machop and mm. Timber, especially, <laughs> in the area. Just like a few more of just like the heavier set fighting types who have kind of just hung out in the rooms. Oh, excellent. You do have some, some extra friends, some extra hands here. But uh, but yeah, we're gonna try and get you set up in uh, Yash's wing of the hospital, and you're gonna you're gonna be in good in good company there. And uh, did did we did we tell her about helping Yash out and looking over over stuff? Yeah, I think that was the plan. Yeah. And so she kind of looks at you like more patience, more patience, but she but she agrees. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's all right, uh, it's a great facility, and you'll have all the help you need. Right, so through getting it, you kind of get a whole convoy together, putting more of the more injured Pokemon that are needed through there. Um, there is a little bit of finagling to figure out what Pokemon with the Ac- who are who are inflicted with the Aclis Vine, how to get them in place without causing more infections or causing more <laughs> issues there. Um, but you're able to kind of put them on the Steelix, which more or less takes care of that. Um, I'm going to weigh down one Steelix with it, and then you start heading out. Uh, you are now in a convoy that has about ten human beings, uh, four or five out and out like Machop and other fighting types, three giant Steelix, and one of those humans is in full armor, and it's after night. No one even looks at you on the way back to the hospital. (laughs) Just another night in Rotu. <laughs> it's a night parade. Right. Oh, I miss this place. Like I, I say, at one point, Liliana, especially with you being out and about, um, you and Charlie, with your keener perception, both of you see like uh, a younger-looking, like probably newer gang member, kind of look over at your group, and then an older guy just put a hand on his shoulder and drag him away. <laughs> like, I think we are not dealing with this. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys make it to it does it took a few hours to get over to Happy's. It's a big city. It takes a few it takes a little while to get back. Um, or to get everyone together and, the, and to get everything together. By the time you're getting there, it is past midnight. Mm. Once you've got everyone in and situated, um, while you were gone, it looks like Yash has healed up the Pokemon that you fainted. Um, the Magnemite is still really twitchy as you open up the door. In fact, everything goes dark again. 
the moment you open up the doors, but uh, he recognizes the man in armor and is able to talk the Magnemite down somewhat. <laughs> so that you don't end up with another fight on your hands. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you go through that just fine, get everyone situated in place, and it is well past midnight. Um, how, do, how do we feel about uh, infiltrating the, the Trevenant gang? Should we do, try that tonight yet, or... Or do we want we want to get some sleep? Um, I don't, Liliana. What what does your intuition say about that? I mean, you know the gang stuff would now would now be a good time to to do that, or? Oh well, just give me a second to roll my handy dandy dice here. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna assume the answer is no, but what does a six tell me? Just going through it. You think. That you could probably sneak in now. Um, in fact, you may have to deal with fewer guards and different things in there. Because it's nighttime. At the same time, you have been up all day. Been through several battles. And different things there. You are all getting tired. Mm. Well, this would be a really great time for infiltration. But I don't know about you guys. I am wiped. And I don't know if our Pokemon would really be up for another hard battle if we should come into contact with one, which is very possible. That's what I was thinking. My bedtime was five hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Professor. Uh, All right. Well, uh, we can go rest up back at my headquarters. We'll be completely safe there, and we'll have guards on the lookout. And we can regroup and, and go to the Trevenant Gang tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And you have a lovely flooring of Atlas vine since it's been growing all day. Yeah, <laughs> so comfy. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I stole that for nothing since it's so common. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was growing in the landfills. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. All right, so you go and get a night's rest. Alright, so we, so we rested, we recouped, uh, are we just gonna get up and, and do the stuff, or are we gonna train it all before we go? Oof. I said that's up to you guys. Alright, uh, yeah, Charlie would like to do some training, though. I wanna, I wanna yeah. do some training. Yeah, that would be nice. will, too. Um, I'm also changing up my lineup a little bit, if I'm allowed. Yeah, you guys are there, so you, whatever you do in the mornings. Um, right. so after you head out to the hideouts, um, as you're passing through, you notice... Uh, that the sign, like the billboards for uh, job boards and things, uh, the one that was the official notice has actually changed. This looks like a new one. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll look at that in a minute. Let's do some okay. training first. Attack the hideout now! <laughs> so, because we're infiltrating, uh, infiltrating, uh, Charlie's gonna like uh, have his team do sneaking training. Um, and since Chomps is really big, Chomps is, is going to miss out on the sneaking training. But otherwise, uh, Charlie is going to train Katana, Bernie, Penny. Um, sorry, Katana, the Ponyard, Bernie, the Combuskin, Penny, the Scorpy, uh, Cuddles, the Bagan, Nilly, the Kadabra, and Hollow, the uh, Phantom. And he's going to show them all, all like how to sneak. So they're all going to line up. They're going to like tiptoe very carefully and quietly and. And they're gonna like kind of like look around corners of the Pokemon Center and stuff like that, and all just like overtly not sneaky things. But Charlie thinks they're very sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sneaking unless someone can see you sneaking. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, so Professor Sneeze is adding uh, Godiva, the Vullaby, to his team. Okay. Um, thinking that, you know, being a, a dark type, uh, she's probably a pretty sneaky type. Um, and uh, maybe can grab things with her pluck attack. Uh, so she that's primarily how he's training her is um, well he's training her along with Hercules the Lit Leo and uh, Melody the Wigglytuff and so he's kind of having uh, he, he's kind of throwing things out and having Melody kind of bat them uh, out of the air kind of like uh, volley them a little bit and then after Melody volleys them having Hercules and Godiva try to snatch at them and, and catch them in midair, uh, especially Godiva with her talons and Hercules using um, both claws and teeth and like an ember attack to try to get, uh, you know, throwing different like rocks and sticks and seeds and things around so that those are getting caught and stuff. Right. So, especially some dexterity type training and quickness. So Professor Sneeze is starting his own three ring circus. Well, uh, Charlie's humming with cat-like tread under his breath while watching his Pokemon wonder about. No, but yeah, both of those make sense. Um, I'm going to uh, switch out Spicy for my Timber Aaron. Okay. Also, as Charlie okay. is doing this training, like Katana, someone who is actually like legitimately sneaky, she just like there's no limit to the amount of size and head shakes that she's giving as she's doing <laughs> these things that Charlie is asking her to do. Right. Uh, say so half halfway through, Professor Sneeze, you glance over and you realize that uh, Katana is standing on top of Charlie's head, and he hasn't noticed. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm going to train Trigger, my Machop, uh, Aaron, my Timber, and I'll do I'll do Ruse the Zuru again. Sorry, sorry the, the first thought with that was since Zuru can take the shape of either of them, and because of what Timber have become known for in this sh- in this thing, I just imagined a giant three way flex off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she can do that. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, like, you know, Ruse is training her illusions by having a flex that is realistic but is still better than the other two. Exactly. She's just, like, laughing because they're taking it seriously and she's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Every time one of them gets frustrated, she switches to their side. <laughs> oh, I'm doing a little cooking, too, so if anybody wants something, it's just 100 poke for the treat. And all, all the treats, like, uh, expire on a daily basis, is that right? Correct. Yes. Mm. Oh, before I forget, eight. Eight. No! <laughs> We're trying to go as fast as we can. Man. I just don't want the Trevenant to be mad. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I was going to say that I feel a little bad for Linnaeus, but. Uh, no. He brought this on himself. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of the worst. <laughs> well, let's go. Huzzah! Right. Let's kick some butt infiltration round two. 
Hey, um, do you stop to check the billboard on your way? Yes. Oh, yeah, we take a look at it. Yeah, um, the, Ooh, nice looking at the official notice, the wording is pretty much identical to what it was before. There are two changes, though. First of all, uh, the number of badges that is needed has changed from zero badges to three. You need three or more badges in order to sign up for it. Um, and the other thing is just a notice on the bottom that says, due to um, the surprising hostility of the native Pokemon, uh, only only well-trained, tra- only uh, seasoned trainers who are able to fight and have at least one ground type are expected to apply. Well, actually, it says, it says one ground type and uh, at least one fire or flying type. Hmm. So we fit those requirements. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> All right. All right, so you head on your way back to the Trevenant Gang's hideout. Yes. Are you mm-hmm. walking in? What's the What's the uh, planning ahead of time? Liliana, you've been there before. Liliana's already holding out like outfits. <laughs> Charla's Charla's like looking. He's like, man, these are stylish. <laughs> Not as cool as mine. Well, no, but he does. Sure, I won't look out of place. <laughs> Say, surprisingly, the one who looks most like a Trevenant is Professor Sneeze. He's got the he's got the build for it. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Sneeze, you look. Good. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, okay. But yeah, Charlie uh, puts on the uh, puts it on, and he uh, is just thinking about okay, I gotta make sure I steal one of these handkerchiefs before we before I give this back. <laughs> handkerchief? Yeah, like there's there's a scarf or handkerchief bandana that's part of it, like the ruff around. Oh, that's right. Like it's a green bandana, like the green ruff around a uh, trevenant. That's right. You gotta match with that. And so going through there. All right, so you head in there. Um, can I get a guile check? Um, you can either choose to roll it separately or do one roll with the other ones providing the benefits. I'll support. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will also support. I figure Liliana, I think she probably has the best guile. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, what do I have? I have four. I have a depth it's probably just better for her to just yep. kind of lead in there anyway. Yes. Yeah, so Liliana does have the best guile of the three of you. Okay. I got a ten. I got a I seven. Rolled... Do you get a ten on I two dice? Four... Yep. Nice. Wow, nice. I rolled a fourteen. Alright. Um, well you keep Charlie from wandering in the wrong direction. <laughs> a few times, and Professor Sneeze is able to stay quiet, and you're able to de- 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 deflect any questions about why, you know, the 60-something-year-old man is wandering around in uh, gang get-up. <laughs> there, but uh, eventually you make it back to that uh, complex area that was there before, and there's still a person standing in front of the doors. Oh, did any of my... Team members come with me? Uh, did you grab any of them to bring along? Sure. <laughs> Why okay. not? The more the merrier. Yep, so you've got a couple along with you as well. Sweet. Uh, hang- hanging out in that bi- in that big of a group, you've got a little more attention. They're going to, so you're spread out a little more, but you, you have everyone there. 
Cool. All right. So you walked up to the door. You said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that like the person's like guarding the door? Yes, there's a person standing in front of the door. Seems to Ooh. be going. I bet it's that sassy person from before that I totally shut down. <laughs> sure. Which may not be a good thing, actually. <laughs> That's oh. who it is now. Dang it, I shouldn't have said anything. You know what? I, I, I would like to say people. thank you to, let's say... Yeah, that's Contract Hammer on Discord who rolled an 82 and ended up with that result. Nice. <laughs> okay. By the um, way, thank you to our friends on Discord who did uh, provide some rolls for tonight. We appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. We got lots of rolls in there. Yeah. Uh, and are you just are you walking right up to it yourself or what's going on here? I think right now, just to make it seem a little less suspicious... Um, we'll have people kind of like disperse into smaller groups. Okay. So, I do. Does Charlie and Professor Sneeze want to come with me, or do you want to disperse into smaller groups here? Um. Uh, let's keep the party together. Yeah. Okay. okay. So all three of you go up to the door. Mm-hmm. Um. As you go up to the door, the man stops you with the raised hand, says. Password? Oh, man. Uh, Intuition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's password. This is password. We got it! <laughs> uh, let's see. I... I rolled a seven for intuition, but I, can I also ro- roll a perception to see if, like, I overheard other people saying the password? Yes. Go more? ahead and roll perception. Sweet. I rolled a 13. Got a 20 on intuition, if that helps. Ooh. All right. Um, so 13 on perception. Uh, you notice a few things all at once. Um, first of all, uh, Professor Sneeze notices it right away, but uh, it takes Liliana a little bit longer that this uh, password is probably something new no. due to them expecting that someone has been there that wasn't supposed to be. Um, What uh, Charlie notices a little bit too late, and Liliana notices way too late, is that there are two other trainers, or two other members of the the Trevenant gang who have been sitting on either side pretending to work while watching the door. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. And as you're sitting and thinking of what to do, they stop pretending to work and walk over to behind you. Well, we're probably going to have to bust some heads. And the uh, member who you've spoken to before, Leona, goes, Yeah, I figured it was you. And he throws out a Pokeball. Ooh, right and... the strategy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do our stealth missions never go as planned? Out! <laughs> <laughs> I know, you, you guys have bad luck on... Stealth missions. So out of his Pokeball comes a tall bipedal Pokemon that resembles a palm tree. Uh, Body and legs are a grayish brown with thin black rings and its legs are thick with two-toed feet. Uh, There's a grayish yellow paw pad on each foot underside as it kind of shifts around. Um, It has thin brown leaves sprouting out of the top of its body. 
and then uh, it has three heads around the thing there that are all withered down and look more like skulls with staring eye sockets and just fanged teeth poking out of it. And as it stands there, it looks like it's not breathing or moving very much. I got a 21 in Pokemon. Uh, this is an Executor, but you also see traces of the Aquas Vine on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny thing is, the Aquas Vine looks dead on it, along with the rest of it. Oh. Um, which actually, which sparks your chain of thought. This is a ghost type. It's no longer a grass type at all. Ghost psychic. And that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, uh, Thank you also to uh, Scott Selvage eighty six on Discord for rolling that fourteen, which meant that the Trevenant gang was expecting someone to show up. Oh no! It's a lie. Uh, you can find us online at tabsheradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Radio. And check out some of our other great shows at tapsradio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. And feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I am Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. Uh, come on, hang out with us in our Discord. Uh, you can also find me in the Puckle Discord uh, from time to time. Um, yeah, come, come join us. Come hang out with us in all the social media places. And I'm Michael on Twitter. I'm at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. I'm in the other Tapestry shows, and I'm on the Discord, too. Uh, I like this new Dice Roll channel that we've got going on. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So uh, come check Except that out. Except for that last one. <laughs> yeah. You gotta yeah, make me, you you me come up with something last minute. Come up with something last minute. I'm <laughs> 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 Lydia. You can find me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. And yeah, check out the new things on the Discord, if you're on Discord. Um, If not, then it's always cool to hear from people in the tap room or on Twitter as well. Get some conversations going. I know Paul just had something out about uh, Pokemon Go. Yes, uh, posting your, your worst... Uh, Ivy Pokemon, yes. <laughs> yeah, so come come join us and do interactive things. And uh, with Pokemon Go too, you can also put in your Pokemon Go friend code and add others on our tap room as well. So we have tons of opportunities where you can connect with not only us, but other people in the community as well. Well, <laughs> Nick is really going into my territory now, isn't he? I wonder how far he'll go. You can find me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyely or Ellie. That's Behind Your E Y E L I. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pokerollpodcasts, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons Asher, Corax Alexandra, 
Nathan Jester, Ryan Felton, Michael Williams, Rochelle Graves, Zara, and Froxus. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Next time on Pokemon Rollout. Yash is on the trainer's side, but she needs more data if she's going to finish the antidote to the mutated Atlas vine in time to save Dr. Linnaeus. The trainers know that the Trevenant gang must have more information on the strange weed, but they were discovered trying to sneak into their base. Will the trainers be able to get inside the base? Who or what waits for them there? Is this where Spicy came from? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollouts. team entered a surgery prep room where they found two steel poison Pokemon. A steel modified Change that ever so slightly and it becomes a 50s commercial. It's not me, it's my wife. Oh, no. (laughs) By Tide. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's let's play some Pokemon. There's, yeah, there's a train going by, so I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding participating in the conversation because that would be really hard for me to edit. Sorry. The train's of Rossi. It's not me this time! Hey! I fully expected this to be yours. It's not! I do live close to the right light rail, but not close enough for that.
Uh, yeah, so speaking of which, uh, also super awesome band named Night Parade. Night Parade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Night Tide is pretty dark, so you could just call it Black Parade. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to the Black Parade. <laughs> Someone find a piano and play a G note. Now that we've traumatized their, uh, now that we've traumatized at least a small part of our audience, we can keep going. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, but like, quick thing though. <laughs> so, my sister sent me this video today, and someone like started playing the opening theme to The Office, and then you hear that first note, and it goes into the piano part of Welcome to the Black Parade. <laughs> it was so good. That's awesome. Oh dear. Very nice. <laughs> That's all I got. Yep. <laughs> What? Nothing apparently. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Well, what did? Oh, what does a oh. six tell me? I, I yeah, heard. Yeah. I heard. What do the sticks tell me? And I was That's trying to I decipher that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, yeah. I did yeah, not. I, I did not know that Liliana was an old-fashioned like. Uh, I, I don't even <laughs> know, like hedge witch or something, like throwing old, the like sticks in the air yeah. to, see what, to see what the fortune was. No. What um, do the sticks tell me? <laughs> Um, no, what, what does a six Six and intuition, tell me? um... Um... We aren't gonna end now, because we still have a little bit oh. more, but I need to run to the bathroom quick. So, I yeah. will be right back. No breaks. Cliffhanger anyways! Alright. Uh, this is really a cliffhanger. It will give me a chance to stop pouring over things and make notes on what we've done so far. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot. Well, you do that. I'm gonna go catch an Arceus. Yep. Yeah, we all caught. Get, get a couple from YouTube. Okay, I'm on it. And like, get the pla appropriate plates. I'd like a steel. Okay. Okay. Yeah, steel. A steel plate. Sounds good. Sounds good. We better move. We didn't find out the name of the man in armor. <laughs> oh yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. 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 When Nick, when Nick gets back from right now, we're gonna, we're gonna be played people and we're gonna ask who he is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, they did just show up and uh, attack you, so you just never asked for either of the gym trainers' names. No, well, it's fine, but I, I mean, once the guy like, offered don't. help, you're like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm Charlie, and you are? <laughs> Simon. <laughs> uh, his name is Sota. Sota. Sota Messerly. So to Pop, who is the original of the great Razzle Dazzle drink company. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it's, it's Sota Messerly, and you met his wife, Soul, as well. Oh. Aww. Oh, they were married. That's so, so cute. Nice. Happy fighting family. <laughs> hey, sorry about your wife. Didn't mean to beat her up. <laughs> she is a lovely lady. Not really. She just stopped smoking. Smoke show. <laughs> You've got a smoke show of a wife. Oh boy. <laughs> woo woo. Oh boy. <laughs> Charlie's so lucky he even got a kiss from her. <laughs> That's true. Oh boy. How, how does Sota feel about all this? <laughs> it's part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> Obscurantism and Obfuscation.
orally observed gentle listener gentle listener gentle listener gentle listener obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about offered unto you offered unto you offered unto you in the tapestry radio network tapestryradio.org from our fancy to yours